Find out more. You know, there's a lot of different kinds of springs. There's a kind that you wind up tighter than two coats of paint. There's the ones you pull apart and they spring back, and there's the kind you push together and they bounce back. And there's the kind of spring that has time to get your 4 before side-by-side tuned up for the year. Just call Handos and Joe will spring into action. Heck, he'll even come and get it. Tune it up, fix it up, even rev it up. 4 before spring tune-ups at Handos Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. I'm Michelle Hart from Cody, Wyoming. Last year, my husband Tim was on a wildland fire down in New Mexico and he was injured um, parachuting into the fire and he unfortunately passed away uh, nine days later. Shortly after he died, I actually went to DC and asked to meet with Liz. We had a very intense and emotional conversation about these issues. Liz was really surprised when I was telling her about the issues of homelessness, pay disparity. She really wanted to do something about that. Those words were followed up with action. I just really enjoyed the of getting to work with her and having her supporting Tim's Act in the House and really pushing and putting pressure on legislators to be able to do something to fix these issues that are really critical to the public safety. She's a true fighter on their behalf and I look forward to continuing to get to work with her until these issues are fully resolved and I know I have her commitment in doing that. I'm Liz Cheney and I approve this message. Paid for by Liz Cheney for Wyoming. This is Eric Jacobson, partner at Eliason Financial. I think we can all agree that living and working in Sheridan, Wyoming is an absolute privilege. At Eliason Financial, we support our community through volunteerism, philanthropy, and making a positive economic impact. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The City of Sheridan Weedon Pest Division would like to announce that mosquito fogging will continue through the mosquito breeding season. Fogging will take place Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday evenings when necessary. For more information to report heavy concentrations of mosquitoes or to request that your home be in a no-spray zone, please call the Mosquito Hotline at 307-655-8297 or visit the website at SheridanWY.gov. Finally, we can get back to normal life in Wyoming. That means get out and go somewhere, do something, but get the car ready for summer travel after limited use for so long. Midas to the rescue with a complimentary safety inspection, plus discounts on oil change packages and savings on other critical components like up to 120 bucks off tires and 100 off brakes. Stop in and the good folks at Midas will fill you in on all the details. Midas Tire and Auto, East Brundage Lane in Sheridan. Remember that kid that kept falling down the well and had to be constantly rescued by their collie dog? Well, if that family had just called 307 Wildcat Well Service, that old well would be a pipe and a pump. 307 Wildcat Well Service is a local company that specializes in locating water. Drilling and pumps, residential or ranch, repair or service. So for water wells and all that goes with them, just Google 307 Wildcat Well Service and you too will have cool, clean water. Water, water. Welcome to Public Pulse, brought to you by Elias and Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. Now, the Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter has faced its fair share of challenges over the past couple of years. But through it all, they have remained true to their mission and found homes for many of our furry friends. And joining me this morning is the director of the Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter, A.J. Evans. Good morning, AJ. Good morning, Floyd. Now, for those who may not have heard you on the last show, could you tell us just a little bit about yourself for uh, people who are like, oh my gosh, a new director? You betcha. Um, I've been in the United States for about 21 years now. Um, In Wyoming, probably 17 of it. Um, Been in the accounting field for the last 15 years and was looking to do something different. Since I have a bunch of years ahead of me, and um, I wanted to do something close to my heart, so I saw that the animal shelter needed help, and I decided I wanted to be a caregiver. Pretty good cause. <laughs> yes. I love critters. <laughs> now, what uh, what's your country of origin? Germany. Germany. What part of Germany are you from? 
Well, I'm born in East Germany and raised in West, so I spend a majority of my childhood in East Germany. Left East Germany with my mom before the wall came down and then spent several years in West Germany. Do you ever talk about your time growing up in East Germany? I mean, uh, for those who, who remember that time period, that pretty rough. Um, I don't remember it as being rough at all. Because really? from what I remember, I always had everything I needed. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't know the difference. I was in Munich back in 2005. I got to wander around the city for a little bit. We were over there doing some cross-training with the German engineers. Uh, we got to take a little tour over there. Beautiful country. Oh, I fell in love with Germany instantly. Uh, got to go down and visit uh, the Alps down there. And uh, just some of the most beautiful country in the world. Thank uh, you. In that, <laughs> in that nation. Now, uh, you took the job at the shelter because you loved critters and you wanted to take care of them. Uh, do you have a background with, with animals? Well, I do personally. Um, when I grew up, we always had dogs and cats. And, you know, of course, when I became an adult, had my own family, I always had dogs and cats. I still have or now have four horses and three dogs and <laughs> one chicken. <laughs> the one chicken. Yeah, you were adopted from the shelter. <laughs> Telling me about that chicken. Now, uh, before we go on, there, there. There is something that's that's pretty funny, and that's the the amount of chickens that you guys are getting out there at the shelters. Kind of really surprises me how many chickens come through there, and roosters. You guys have a, a real problem getting rid of roosters, and I've, of course I know why, mm -hmm. uh, because in the morning they sure like to let everybody know that they're in the area, don't they? Oh boy! And the one we had at the shelter not too long ago. I'm always the first one there, you know, and I enter the garage and. He's telling me good morning to you, <laughs> so I just get a chuckle out of it. But I, we had a lot of roosters when I was growing up, so yeah. I understand the, uh, I don't know if you could call it the pain of having a rooster, <laughs> but it does surprise me that you guys get a lot of chickens. Uh, I didn't know that many people actually had chickens or that they get out yeah. here in the city. Now, Jill did a left seat, right seat ride with you for a while. Um, and for those of you who don't know what that means, Jill stuck around, kind of showed you the ropes. Yes. And, uh, and Very then, grateful. Yeah, and then she, she bowed out, and, and now you've got the reins. How does it feel? You know, it, it feels good having to kind of do it on your own. That's how I learn. You know, I was looking for her for guidance and for her to share everything she knew. You know, she'd been there over three years, yeah. you know, and there's a lot of great knowledge there. Um, but now having to deal, and my motto is one day at a time. Yeah. And I see things, I try to approve upon them, and, you know, I always say we got to look forward, um, you know, building the team. I really love it, you know, and if I have certain questions, I still reach out to her, and it feels good to have her you know, still give me some input as needed. She's made herself available through Absolutely. texts and phone calls. Yes. Well, that's pretty dang good. And one of the biggest challenges that the shelter's faced for, for a while now is uh, staffing concerns, uh, concerns that almost every small business here in town mm -hmm. uh, is facing right now. But, uh, but you're all staffed up now. Yes, we are. And like I say, building a new team, a great team. Of course, we have some old timers there, and I'm grateful for them, too, because they have a lot of input. You know, things, this is how we did it in the past, or they just know a bunch that the newbies don't know. But yeah. um, I have a feeling we have a great team. We're all pulling together weekly staff meetings to communicate, you know, issues, concerns, um, ideas. So I try to be as involved as I possibly can with every department and get their input. So we currently have 17 people on staff, um, one person on leave, he took an internship. And I feel that's, that's what it takes, you know, to run a shelter. Yeah. And you also have a lot of good volunteers that go oh, out there. Oh, yes, we do. We have about 11 of them right now. We had one coming back for the summer. She just comes out in the summer. Um, the majority is dog walkers. Um, we have two cat volunteers, one that helps with the cleaning, 
and one that comes in um, is Kathy Kay. She just loves on the cats. She treats them. She knows a lot of them by name, <laughs> as a matter of fact. And um, yeah, we, I don't know. We couldn't do it without them. So great to have them. We can always use more, of course. Um, you know, we have a maintenance volunteer. We have a lawn and garden volunteer. Of course, that's very seasonal. But I'm very grateful, and I thank everybody from the bottom of my heart for helping out. And this shelter is a no-kill 501c3. I mean, this isn't a business. This is basically the county's shelter. Mm -hmm. And so it's great to see the county uh, jumping in to do things like gardening and maintenance and helping you keep some things up out there. Uh, like you said, you know, this is one of those situations where you couldn't do it without them. No. I mean, the cost of a maintenance man, uh, and, and deservingly so, uh, you know, a maintenance guy or a maintenance woman's got to be able to do just about anything. Right. Uh, fix just about any device at the drop of a hat. So it's great to know that someone's going out there and really helping you guys out. Yes. Now, um, you just recently held a rabies clinic. Uh, how did that go? This uh, and, and the only reason I really bring that up is, number one, the rabies clinics are going on again. And number two, this was your this was your event that you kind of you were in charge of the whole thing from uh, from plan to go. So this was my first and we're actually going to rename it to vaccination clinic. So we offer more now than just rabies, you know, the distemper. And from what I learned is actually a. Uh, you know, like you call it a five-way shot. I mean, it's not just distemper. So with a handful of new people trying to make this first clinic happen, um, we really didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And again, I was saying, let's get through one. And I feel it went well. We had about 50 critters there, you know, and of course their parents. And um, I said, let's have a look at how it went we'll meet up and see how the next one will go and how we can improve. So, and we're planning on having one every fourth Friday of each month until September from 11 to 5. So really take advantage of this summer season Yes. and get as many animals vaccinated as possible. If someone wants to take part in that, what do they need to do? Fourth, You said the fourth Friday of every month up to September. What do I need to do? That's correct. Um, the best way is to go online and register and if you don't have that capability, you can call us at the shelter, 674-7694. Now, is there, uh, the way that you had that set up, uh, my wife works over there. I went over there to pick her up that day. Totally forgot that you guys, she even told me we're having a clinic today. <laughs> and I ended up being that guy who rolled into your parking lot. I saw the signs and I thought, where do I go? What do I need to do? You've got like a little, uh, you set up signs and you yep. set up kind of a, it's I guess a drive you could say, up. like a little drive up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, is that working? Did that work out well? Well, we kind of had to experiment with that. The signage, you know, we, we put up caution tape and arrows and basically directing which direction to go. Um, the first people ended up parking and we didn't want them to park. We literally wanted them to drive up to the station you know, and then they get their paperwork taken care of and unload the animal right there and the vet will take care of it. So it was supposed to be a drive up, drive through type clinic. And now is that the route that you've decided, you know what, this works best and and it's the way that we're going to go from here on? I think so. I will discuss it with the staff and I think COVID is what brought it on, you right, know, because right. people shouldn't or couldn't leave their vehicles um, the six foot distance and somehow, somewhere, someone decided that this is how they wanted to go about it. So um, they're having a staff meeting without me this morning. We're having one every Tuesday <laughs> at 9.30. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we are going to discuss, you know, should we keep it the same? What do you want to do to improve it? Did you feel it went well? Um, yeah. We'll see. But I think that's how we wanted to do it. So for the folks out there who want to take part in this, uh, these clinics that are coming up, 
when you pull up to the shelter, make sure that you're keeping an eye out for those arrows. <laughs> Don't be like me. <laughs> Don't just pull right in there. Make sure that you're keeping an eye out for those arrows and you see that caution tape that's up. Just kind of follow the flow of everything and uh, help them out. All right, when we return, we're going to continue with the Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. that new isn't always better. Hi, this is Brad at Prime Rate Motors, and every day you see new this and new that. Here at Prime Rate Motors, we think that the familiar faces you have seen for as many as 40 years is better. Kenny, Jim, Joel, and Brad have been here for you for decades. We know our customers, and we know this market. We are constantly looking for quality pre-owned vehicles that we know you need. We know how to make a good deal here at Prime Rate Motors Super Trailer Store, at 2305 Coffin Avenue here in Sheridan. This is Eric Jacobson, partner at Eliason Financial. I think we can all agree that living and working in Sheridan, Wyoming is an absolute privilege. At Eliason Financial, we support our community through volunteerism, philanthropy, and making a positive economic impact. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Harriet Hageman is a Wyoming fighter. Harriet has spent over two decades successfully defending Wyoming farmers, ranchers, and small business owners against federal government overreach. When the EPA came after a farmer, threatening him with over $60 million in fines, Harriet fought for him and beat back the bureaucrats in D.C., Harriet battled the USDA, the Forest Service, and the Fish and Wildlife Service when the East Coast know-it-alls thought they knew better than we do. Harriet Hageman even filed one of the first lawsuits against government vaccine mandates. It's time we send someone to D.C. who will fight the radical Biden-Pelosi agenda and not bow down to it. I'm Harriet Hageman, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Hegeman from Wyoming. It started out as free. But then they said it would only be a few cents a day. What you're hearing is real. It may be happening to you. It ended up being a lot every month. These are the voices of frustration. I pay for streaming video, then the cloud storage, then streaming audio. Where does it end? This is the sound of nickel and diming syndrome. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. I just want to hear my music. Is that so wrong? There is hope for millions of people. There's radio. Radio? Radio with zero down and zero per month. Radio delivers all the news, music, and entertainment you want when you want it for free. No usernames, passwords, or Wi-Fi connection required. Here's my card number. It's 7354. Shh, don't speak. When you listen to a Sheridan Media radio station, You'll never need that. This is so wonderful. <laughs> yes, it is. The cure for nickel and diming syndrome. I could use a hug. <laughs> it's radio. No subscription required. Does your home look like a bomb went off in there? Is Maria, I mean your wife, telling you, come on, we've got to go. This place looks like a disaster. You want to run away, but you can't afford to because of a mortgage or the house looks like it's been through a war. Wyo Renovation is here to help. Devin will come to your rescue and save you from the impending doom. Wyo Renovation will make an offer on any home, no matter the condition. And you can walk away victorious. Learn more at wirerenovation.com or on Facebook. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse Brought to you by our friends over there at Eliason Financial I'm Floyd Whiting and with me this morning is the director of the Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter, A.J. Evans Now, the shelter has attended some big events lately Maybe you've seen them out there and uh, they usually take some furry friends out there with them. AJ, uh, how did Trail Fest go for for the shelter? I think it went really well. That was actually my second event that I attended. Um, 
we were blessed to be under the trees, so in the shade. Nice, yeah. Yep, so we didn't even have to bother with the canopies and all sorts of things. And from what I heard, it was a great turnout for Sheridan. It was wonderful. Emmy went. She's she loved it. She loves doing that kind of stuff, being out there working with the public and and basically kind of showcasing mm-hmm. the friends that are up for adoption. Yes, uh, you guys have a lot of really great animals out there, and I, I you know, ten, I I think people now this misconception is slowly kind of wildering away, but people have this idea that if it's a shelter animal, then there's got to be a problem somehow but that's not the case for i'd say 98 percent of these animals would you agree i think the difficulty is that we don't know and it's funny you bring this up because a lot of my staff including myself we've had troubled childhoods yeah and i and that'll be a different show but i will bring it up someday that a lot of us with troubled childhoods work at a place like this because we don't know where those animals come from, what they've been through. You know, they're new to us, kind of like foster care, foster parents, foster kids. You know, you you have to get to know them. And the story that we're being told, if it's a surrender, it's not always true. So, um, no, they're not all troubled. You know, they're a lot of times the sweetest animal you ever meet very lovable and you know of course you can't take them all personally home yourself but um just getting to know them you know and of course the environment that we keep them and care for them is sometimes you know brings out certain things that they wouldn't show in a home yeah Um, yeah you know that's why it would be best to find them a home sooner than later but no, they're not all troubled. You know, it's too bad that they end up where they are. But um, they're sweet, sweet, sweet critters. And I like that you brought uh, and, and something that uh, uh, Jill, the former director, and I used to talk about quite a bit. And that's the institution itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the staff and the shelter provide as much care and 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 kind of home feeling that you possibly can right. but it's still a shelter right and so those animals are going to exhibit certain behaviors that you wouldn't see outside right. of that uh just like if you you know plucked up a regular person off the street and just suddenly threw them in jail right. and said you know we got to wait until someone decides to come and get you yeah uh you know 99 percent of the time probably all the time the animal doesn't understand what's going on uh, that's we kind of ha- went through that with Archer, where mm-hmm. you know it, it took so much time for that little guy to warm up to me, uh, but uh, I figured you know it, that's his way, and and we don't know the situation that he was living in beforehand, so just took as much time as possibly needed. Now he'll finally he's at the point where he'll jump up in the chair and, and sit with me. Took a long time to get here, yeah. but. Uh, you know, I don't know what his background is, so I wanted to earn that trust. And a lot of times that's how it's got to go. Now, how did the Home and Garden Show go for you guys out there? I think it went well. Um, the weather, I don't know if you remember, it was a pretty icky weekend. Yeah. And um, so we didn't know if it was going to keep people away or bring people in, you know. Um, I think it went well. We, you know, had a couple adoptions because of it. Um, walking the dogs through the building through the hotel when all the vendors were set up and people actually decided to show up during this nasty weather. But it it was difficult sometimes getting the dogs through there, you know, and I was walking a little dog and I was afraid he was going to get stepped on. Then you end up carrying him. (laughs) But people just loved having the animal there. And like I say, um, we were able to adopt out a couple of dogs that were there with us. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was wonderful. Now, these events seem to be pretty successful. Are you going to try and get uh, the team out to an event as often as you can? Yes. Yeah. So if if someone out there is planning something and they need someone to fill a slot, the shelter is always available. Yes. And, you know, those animals behave differently there. Just like you said, you know, being in an institute, you know, um, having the dog walkers take them out. They're a very different animal. They need out, you know, taking, taking them to Home Depot like our um, dog trainer does or you know to an event to a park I mean they they get to be a dog you know they're not just locked up and get their time 
outside yeah. of you know their runs but um yes being out there exposure you know and i know wyo gives is coming up we're participating in the coffee crawl on july 13th um i will be at one of the coffee stations with a dog so just getting them out there getting them exposed Letting them be a dog, a companion, I think that's very important. Absolutely. And if someone, uh, you're participating in YO Gives, so if someone wanted to contribute, mm-hmm. uh, what should they do? They can go on yogives.org, and we are listed. They can pull us up, and they can donate from there. Or they can show up at the coffee station. We'll have a little donation bank. Or they can just mail in a check, whatever works for them. And if folks are looking for a new friend? Mm-hmm. We've got a big sale coming up this next month. Don't oh, we? yes. The entire month of July. Um, we are full and we have kittens, kittens, kittens. I mean, we have rabbits, guinea pigs, dogs. We have currently have a surrender list. We can't take any more animals. So our July independence sale for the entire month of July is 50% off. So come on down. And get a new buddy. That's right. <laughs> I mean, That's there's somebody right. in there who's going to give you all the love that you need. Yeah. And uh, if you've got a lot of love to give, there's there's plenty of animals in there. And, you know, it seems to me like there's there's certain seasons and, uh, uh, you know, you just got into the biz, so you haven't really seen it yet. But I always felt that there was just certain seasons where all of a sudden the kittens and the puppies start to show up at the door. And... Uh, it, you know, I imagine they're probably easier to get rid of or to ha- have adopted out than than the older animals. The but- puppies and the kittens, yes. But with the puppies, sometimes people don't necessarily know what they get themselves into. Yeah, it's just like having they're a training, child. they're rambunctious, they need attention. So, you know, where you have a seasoned dog, it might be a lot easier than getting a puppy or a kitten. But that brings to mind, we still offer low-cost spay and neuter certificates. So, yes, like you say, this is the season. Come on down, purchase one of those, get your animal fixed. Absolutely. Uh, Help out with uh, that situation. AJ, I want to thank you for coming in today and keeping up to date on uh, everything that's happening at our shelter. Thanks for having me. (laughs) All right, when we come back, we're going to speak with Whitney Benefits. This is Public Pulse on 930KROE. 103.9 FM, Sheridan. This is Eric Jacobson, partner at Eliason Financial. I think we can all agree that living and working in Sheridan, Wyoming is an absolute privilege. At Eliason Financial, we support our community through volunteerism, philanthropy, and making a positive economic impact. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, Visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. With more than 30 years of providing excellent service to Sheridan area businesses, Parker Mellinger has the knowledge and expertise to help solve your bookkeeping problems, answer questions about IRS notices, and discuss your business concerns. Schedule a review of your financial records today and we'll find solutions that work best for you. Ask about our exclusive fixed price agreement, one annual fee, unlimited phone calls and meetings. Parker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue, Sheridan. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. This is Renee Botten. I'm running for re-election as Sheridan County Clerk of District Court. By now, you may have seen that my opponent is running negative ads against me. Now I kind of know how President Trump felt. I can assure you that the District Court Clerk's Office is being run competently, efficiently, and correctly. My opponent is hoping to pull you away from the truth, which is that I am the most qualified candidate. Don't fall for her deceptions. Vote Renee Botten for Sheridan County Clerk of District Court. Paid for by Renee Botten. 
Are your tires ready for that summer trip? Hi, this is Chris Hayden with Hammer Chevrolet. If you're in the market, come in and let us get you a price. We carry brand names like BF Goodrich, Bridgestone, Continental, Hankook, Firestone, Goodyear, Michelin, Pirelli, Uniroyal, and more. Provide us with a better price at the time of purchase, and we'll match it. Find a better price within 30 days of the purchase, and we'll refund the difference. See us for all the details. You can't beat our tire price match guarantee from Hammer Chevrolet, 107 East Alger. Hey there, listeners. I'm every over-enthusiastic radio announcer ever. And if you think that's enthusiastic, then you need to check out Best Real Estate because we are enthusiastic about selling properties. So if you or someone you know is looking to buy or sell, we are your go-to real estate team. Call us at 675-BEST or visit our website at bestwy.net for all of your real estate needs. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse, brought to you by Elias and Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting, and we're brought to you by our friends out there uh, at Elias and Financial. Um, we want to thank them very much. And if you haven't streamed this yet, I want you to jump onto Facebook, and uh, or you can go right to our website, and you can actually watch what's going on here in the studio. Now, Whitney Benefits is an educational foundation founded by the late Edward Whitney. And joining me for the second part of our show this morning is the executive director, Patrick Henderson, and coordinator Janet Barnes. Good morning, folks. Good morning. Now, uh, we hear his name all over the place. Who was Edward Whitney? Edward Whitney was just a fantastic man. Um, uh, He passed away in 1917. He was actually a banker by trade. Um, and what he did is he wanted um, to found a foundation that would benefit the, the community. And specifically, he stated that he wanted to have an interest-free student loan program, which, you know, we've been involved in since 1927. Wow. And then he wanted to have a, a community center. And we'll talk about that, as I understand, this a little bit later. And he also then wanted to have an agricultural college. So he was very specific with his will. He said that those were the three things and nothing outside of that, those parameters, did he want funded? And so basically, that's your realm. That's what you work within right there. Uh, how many do we know? And, and this is kind of, I'm just dropping this question, but do we know how many scholarships have gone out in total? I mean, that's got to, the number has got to be astronomical. You know, offhand, it strikes me that's around 6,500 students that we've written loans for over the years. That's about three times as much as I thought. (laughs) That is absolutely amazing. Uh, Now, how and and what is the Whitney Commons? Uh, Because I've heard about that. People use it all the time. What is it, and and how did that get developed? Uh, He said he wanted a community center. How long has that actually been out there? I guess I can handle this maybe, and then Janet can touch yeah. base on kind of the events that we host and and more along those lines. Um, but the 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 community center concept we've had several in the, in in this area, but he wanted specifically where people could go to certain areas in the community and recreate and communicate. He was a very solitary man himself, but he understood the benefit in people just being friendly and and good neighbors to each other. So. The actual park um, at one point actually housed the Sheridan um, Brewery Company, and you're probably familiar with that. So this this Sheridan Brewery operated there from 1887 to 1955, and then the building stood empty until it was torn down in um, 1997. From that time then, they left the foundation and all the footers down there, which were considerable. But Mr. Whitney and then um, Peter Dimple, the brewer founder, they had a very close business relationship, so they worked They worked quite closely together for, for years. And then the site down there is roughly five acres, and we purchased that primarily through the city. Uh, there was a few private properties we, we put together, but the idea behind the park was to, to actually fulfill the vision of, of Mr. Whitney as part of the community centers within his will. And who who sat down and basically said, uh, this is the way that I want it to be designed? Uh, was that was that a board that it, controls that? Yeah, it was. It was roughly like 2001 when, you know, the concept. And what we wanted to do was to establish a trailway that would come off of the junior high. You remember where the old road came down off that? And then from there, go through Kendrick Park. We built the bridge, the um, uh, Henry Burgess Bridge. 
We brought that through. We connected the path through Morrill Street. We connected it to Whitney Commons. And the whole idea for us was to create a pathway for, the, for our citizens to come through to see each other and make it safe for kids instead of crossing the creek on the ice, come down, and then from that point they could go, you know, the kids or whoever, they could go visit Grandpa Graham at the senior center, or they could go to the library, they could go, go to the Y. They could go to all those different uh, venues in that area, and simultaneously that what they could do is then go down and see Mom and Dad down at their offices after school. So that was the concept itself, was to try to connect this pathway. And, and like a safe path for kids. Correct. That's amazing. Now, now who maintains it? Uh, do you guys maintain that? We do maintain it. We have a maintenance staff, and they actually uh, work at the park seven days a week. Uh, right now, it's staffed from 7 a.m. till 10 p.m. Oh, wow. Busy. Um, yes. So both maintaining the grounds, helping any of the patrons in there, making sure the bathrooms are clean. Um we have several events in there, you know, so just having a, someone there to help with any event. Um, and then, yeah, it's just it's obviously a lot of work to maintain it at the level we've kept it at. So we have a really great crew. On average, that. if if and, and this is one of those questions that I'm just kind of throwing out there, even an approximate number on average, how many events are held per year at the Whitney Common? So the last couple years, that number has gone way up. Um, we're, you know, 150 events. Oh, wow. Um, and, and, you know, ranging from very small to very large. Right. Um, a few years ago, we built the pavilion, the covered shade area in the middle of the park, and that really skyrocketed the use. Um, what so. would you say was the largest event that you hold? If you were to just shot in the dark. Probably the Chambers Brewfest. That's a really large event in August. And then uh, we we now host the boot kickoff for rodeo. Um, so those two events are, are pretty large. Very well attended yes. events. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or this past weekend, we had the libraries, um, their big annual storybook festival. Storybook. Yeah. So we hosted that. It's another another big event open to the community. Now, uh, were you able to go out? Uh, do you do you walk through every now and then and just kind of check things out down there at the, the Whitney Commons? Yes, we we walk, we it, walk a lot. it quite often. Quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's really important for us to, to maintain the quality. The you know we have a lot invested down there, but it's important because it's a it's a, a real visual piece of what it is that Whitney does. And for yeah. us, you know, Mr. Whitney in his will stated that he would prefer that we always side on the side of of um, uh, extraordinary or excess. The point being is that he wanted whatever he did, whether it's the college or loan program, the commons, you know, all the different projects we've been involved in. He wanted, he wanted us to always be towards the exceptional side. So we focus heavily, and Janet and her crew, they do a fantastic job down there. It's beautiful if you go through it regularly. And that's that's something uh, you know. I was I was discussing with somebody else uh, about a completely different topic. It you know, do you want something that branches out everywhere? And is thinned out too far, or do you want something that is exceptional in one area? And and for me, uh, it's the exceptional in one area. Uh, I feel that that's uh, you know a lot better than uh, making sure that you've got your finger in every pie out there. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, you know, just out of common curiosity, uh, why did you choose to work with the Whitney Benefits? Was this something that that really piqued your interest, being able to work within mm -hmm. this type of field? Absolutely. Um, my background is, is hospitality and development. Um, but the thing that is so incredible for me for Whitney Benefits, my wife was raised here, my kids went through here. My wife went through on a student loan, interest-free student loan, and uh, we made the payments every month, I might add. <laughs> but, um, you know, I knew about it because, I mean, we were kids and we were just banging out every dollar we could. Yeah. working wherever we could and you know she was real studious and she she was she didn't have that load of of the interest rates that I had in college I mean mine were exceptional they were you know in the teens um so I was familiar with Whitney back as early as 19 what 82 so the opportunity for me came to Whitney and and um there Whitney is just an exceptional organization we have uh, exceptional trustees from you know from generations ago to our current board we have um, exceptional personnel, and we take everything very, very um, serious about what we do. We're a very measured organization. Yeah. But for me, back to your question a little bit, the 
you know, when you work, sometimes the dividends just go to a certain few, right? They go to the specific shareholders. In this case, for me at least, personally, the shareholders are everyone that walks through that park, everyone that we put through on interest-free loan. It's every little kid that you see on a bicycle that maybe could come through your program. And because of us, we have the opportunity to help them do well and help their family and their future generations of their family do well. It's very compelling and, and it, it's it's just an exceptional place to be. And I feel so blessed uh, working with Whitney and the trustees and the team that we have. And Janice Crew, they and her, she, they do such, such an outstanding job. It's one of those jobs where y- you feel that you are really serving a purpose. Uh, and, and I love those types of positions, you know, that you can look at your position and say, hey, we, we get a chance to help everybody. And, and, you know, in my opinion, there's just not enough jobs like that in the world. Uh, Janet, what about you? What, what compelled you to go work for Whitney? So I myself, I actually received a student loan from Whitney for my undergraduate degree. So I love this. It's like I wanted to give back to, yes. to the advantage I had. That's great. So when I moved, came back after I was done with college and there was an opening, I thought, wow, what a, what a great place to apply for. Um, and I've actually had the opportunity to have a few different positions at Whitney. Uh, I started more as like a, a receptionist, but I was heavy involved with the ice rink when we used to own and manage that. And then I transitioned. I did the student loans for a while, and then now I've transitioned more to the property side. So I've kind of got to see the different. I've got to work in the different sides. Um, yeah. You know of how we impact the community, and it's just especially with back when we had the ice rink, and now just with the park, it's just so neat to to see how much people enjoy it, you know, and you really see the fruits of all the work we put in and how much it impacts our community. When and you watch we, those kids laughing, I mean. Yeah, and you see the kids running in the spray grounds. They just, they love it down there. Um, and then in the office, we see it a lot with the student loan recipients. They're just, you know, very grateful for the opportunity. Um, you know, just interest-free, that's, you know, not common. And like Patrick said, the interest rates on student loans are, Oh, outrageous. Yeah. So just the benefit of an interest-free loan is huge for kids, um, you know, to get their, really get their feet on the ground once they, you know, get into the real world when they're done with their education. So Instead of having, you know, this massive debt that's just getting more placed onto mm-hmm. it every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, as coordinator, what exactly is it that you do and how many properties does Whitney currently hold? I do a lot of different things I guess at the office but uh the big one is Whitney Commons um you know that's takes a a lot of time a lot of maintenance we currently have five maintenance staff running that park um and then we also own the Adams Ranch it's just south of Sheridan College it's a very large property um we we lease it to Sheridan College who subleases it to the University of Wyoming a lot of agricultural study going on out there yes yeah and then we, um, where our office is, is in Whitney Plaza, which uh, Whitney Benefits developed that whole area. Um, so we still own a few lots down there. We help run the owners association, so I do a lot of that. And then we have a couple rental properties in town. So it's always changing. Um, you know, our board, as our board changes or as the times change, we have you know, you buy adapt. and sell real estate, buy and sell things. Yeah. So it's always kind of changing, which makes it interesting and you know uh, more engaging with that as it changes as time goes on and just like with Patrick you know having one of those positions where you go home at the end of the day and know that your work has contributed to something bigger than yourself Mm -hmm. I mean that that brings a a very strong sense of satisfaction Mm -hmm. uh, to to the work that you do and so if, if I was wanting to reserve uh, Whitney Commons, mm-hmm. can I do that? Absolutely. Um, we have an online form. It's on our website, which is WhitneyBenefits.org. There's a Whitney Commons tab, and it says, you know, click here to reserve. Um, it's just a really quick online, online form. It's very simple. Um, and then I get an email, and I contact them saying, hey, you're on our calendar Um, And we, like I said, we have, you know, some people might rent the, you know, the pavilion for a whole day for a wedding and a reception, or we have small things like birthday parties or, you know, baby showers, that kind of stuff. 
So I can rent basically spaces. I don't have to rent the whole commons. Right, oh, right. wow, okay. Yep, it's different areas. Um, only a few of the large community events do they basically rent the whole park. Book out the whole park, yes, yeah. or reserve it. Yeah. Um, most of them are, are just smaller areas. We have a lot of things in the West area, like there's some volleyball leagues for kids and tournaments and stuff like that, or soccer. Um, and then, yeah, the pavilions, just the shaded area with the spray grounds there for the kids to play in. So that's probably the most popular area. I bet that's getting yeah. a lot of use uh, these last couple of days, yes. huh? Yes. And, you know, it it's just such a great place for young kids because you don't, I mean, you can't, your kid can't drown in that area. Right. So it's just like any little kid can run and have a blast in there, cool off. Um, like running through the fanciest sprinkler you've ever yes, seen. <laughs> yes, exactly. And they just, they love it. And it's right next to our playground, you know, so most kids kind of go back and forth. And it's just a really neat area right in the center of town. And with it being right by the YMCA, right by the hub, um, you know, so we have a really good collaboration of young children with senior citizens, you know, and they get to interact together where they might not have that opportunity in other places. And two fantastic organizations mm -hmm. that are very community-minded. I mean, yes. that really is like a, a beautiful community area, isn't it, uh, mm -hmm. for everyone to go down and enjoy. Mm -hmm. What are the fees that are attached uh, to, to reserving a spot for, say, a small birthday? So recently we made a change. There are no fees. So it's all free of charge. Um, they They do have to obviously go through the... The process to reserve it and um but right now there's no fees no fees no fees wow mm -hmm. and uh, so are there fees if i wanted to take the kids down to run through the the sprinkler nope no fees at all this is completely free for no the fees community. at all how amazing mm -hmm. so usually it's that? just a first come first serve you know people can go down there use the picnic tables whatever sit in the shade under the trees um, unless you make a reservation, then they get that area. But yeah, no, no fees even for the reservation. Wow, wow! You don't see that a lot in this day and age. No, I mean don't. you really don't, do you? No. Uh, and and that's fantastic. And this is all because of this foundation that has stepped up and said, you know what? He made the decision a long time ago that he wanted um, all of this to be community-minded. Uh, so you've got the agricultural studies going on at the farm. You've got the commons happening, and then you have scholarships. Uh, I'm sure there's much more that Whitney Benefits does. Is there well, anything that I'm we're missing? heavily involved in Sheridan College, obviously. Yeah, now, yeah. You asked a moment ago about where the concept came from of this park. Yeah. I just want to hit that. So it came up around 2000, 2001, and we built it out in 2004. We went all over the country and looking at different examples of a, both passive and also interactive parks. So the board spent a lot of time, and I'd like to give a, a shout-out and a thank you to our trustees. If you look uh, over the years, you know, since the foundation, actually, Mr. Whitney passed away in 1917. We had to wait until it was a full million dollars. 1927 is when we started. You know, there have been generations of board members have come through. They're never paid. And to this day, we have oh. trustees that will serve so many hours for the benefit of their community. So Completely um, free. Completely, just, just because they want to serve the community. And that's what goes so well with both with Whitney, but then even as Janet mentioned, the relationships that we have with the Y and the hub and the library and that whole area. I think Mr. Whitney would be so very proud of what it is that he's created. And I really do, too. Uh, and, and the work that everyone's done since his passing mm -hmm. to develop this thing. I mean, over 100 years uh, of development with a community-centered uh, mission uh, that is, you know, being fulfilled. Now, uh, tell me about the, the Gold Star Monument. We're running out of time. I only got about three minutes left. Uh, but this Gold Star Monument is, is something that's coming up. Yes, we were approached by the Wyo West Warrior Foundation um, just to see if we'd be interested in just being the location of this Gold Star Monument. And our board was very, very excited about that and honored, frankly, to be asked so we have a little park. Um, it's bet um, between Jefferson, between our park and Kendrick Park. It's We called it the Pocket Park. And now um, through our board and the city of Sheridan, it's been renamed the Patriot Park and the area of sidewalks, the Patriot Pathway. Um, so the YOS Warrior Foundation, they raised the funds to purchase the monument 
and then we're working in collaboration with them to install it. Um, right now, we don't have a set ribbon cutting date. They're hoping for September. However, we'll have to see just because of the way everything is with getting anything in right, right. now. Right, I the totally Granite understand. Monument. Supply lines um, are tough right now, yeah? Yes, but it's just an honor that we'll get to have that. Um, when they ordered it, there was not one in our state. Um there is one going in at Cheyenne at the same time, so there'll be two in our state, but still we'll have one on each end of the state where families can come. Um, you know, it, it's just honoring service servicemen that have died um, in combat and um, their families can come and, you know, and honor them or just our community can come and look at that. And it's just a memorial for those those people that gave their lives you yeah. know, for all of us. Have a place to reflect and really yes. think on on community-minded things. I mean, right. the ultimate sacrifice for the community right there. We're right. And Mr. Whitney himself was, was uh, you know, in the Army in the Civil War. Really? So, oh, um, he was a veteran. He mm -hmm. was a veteran. Um, so it's just kind of another thing we thought was completely appropriate for our foundation. Oh, yeah. We truly believe that he would be so pleased with that as well. I absolutely can verify that. As a veteran mm -hmm. myself, I can say thank you very much for giving a spot for those individuals who... Paid the ultimate sacrifice. Patrick, Janet, thank you both for coming in this morning and talking to me about Whitney Benefits. Let's talk about getting you back on the show. This okay. has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Yep, thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930K ROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. This is Eric Jacobson, partner at Eliason Financial. I think we can all agree that living and working in Sheridan, Wyoming is an absolute privilege. At Eliason Financial, we support our community through volunteerism, philanthropy, and making a positive economic impact. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., Member FINRA, SIPC. Disaster can strike and it's never convenient. Captain Clean is always on standby 24-7 to respond. From sewage backups to unexpected water inside your home, we can help. From fire and smoke damage to the unsightly mold found growing on your wall, our experts are here to help you from start to finish. Call Captain Clean today for your free consult. Captain Clean, 672-0726. Affordable solutions for healthy living. We clean more for you. Hungry for barbecue? No need to fire up the grill because retired firefighter Hawk already has the grill lit, slowly smoking your favorite meats in his custom spice rub at the Firewater Smokehouse Grill. The result is juicy, mouth-watering, tender beef and chicken, including prime rib every Friday. Amanda specializes in homemade sides like coleslaw, real mashed potatoes and gravy, and more. The Firewater Smokehouse Grill, inside the Trails End Motel, 2125 North Main, open Tuesday through Saturday from 4 until 9 p.m. Moss Holders Design Center knows one mattress does not fit everyone. That's why Moss Holders carries 21 different Serta mattresses. From super soft to incredibly firm, it's important you find the mattress that best fits your body and your sleep style. Moss Holders offers iComfort and iComfort hybrids, which conform to your body with high-quality memory foam, but don't sleep hot. Serta's perfect sleepers provide amazing support without breaking the budget. Moss Holders is also your source for new sheets, pillows, and adjustable bases. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Pittsburgh Paint, with over 135 years of product expertise, is now available at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. You will now find Pittsburgh Paint at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Pittsburgh Paint is a leader in quality and product innovation and built to perform for the job at hand. Now with two great paint brands, precise color matching, architectural and homeowner paints and coatings, plus a large inventory, it only makes sense to get your paint at the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. 
Sheridan County School District 2 is looking for a hardworking, dependable, and positive individual to join the Sheridan High School team as activities custodian. Hours vary, but will not exceed 40 hours a week, including weekday and weekend events. Starting wages $16.40 to $18.50 an hour, depending on experience. Benefits include medical, dental, and vision insurance, 10 sick leave days, 12 vacation days, and 19 paid holidays per year. To learn more or to apply, please contact the district office at 307-744-7405, extension 5208. I'm your digital pro, Kim Commando. You're listening to News Talk 930 KROE.